Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's see what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. We welcome you. Um, I want to give a quick 28th birthday shout out to Mr. Harry Styles, Mr. Watermelon Sugar High. I hope he's getting tons of watermelon sugar today, if you know what I'm saying. I didn't know watermelon was such an innuendo for sex. Like, he's singing about it. Beyonce was singing about, I've been drinking watermelon. I didn't know a watermelon was so... Um, what's, what's that word when something is like a symbol of sex? I don't know. I didn't know it was such an aphrodisiac. Oh, is that it? I'm wait. I'm gonna Google it. That was it. That was it. Anyway, happy birthday to him. Isn't it crazy that these stars are getting kind of old? Not old, but like his time is now. If you know what I'm saying. Like he's he doesn't have that many young years left. But I think Harry Styles is gonna be someone who's so sexy older. So kind of can't wait. Euphoria last night. Cal Jacobs. I'm such a stan. He had such a great episode. People hate him. Or no, people love to hate him and I just love to love him. I love Cal Jacobs and the way he just roasted his family and said that Nate was his biggest disappointment and destroyed both of his sons and his wife in one fatal swoop, one fatal stream of pee. It was thrilling to watch. He said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Took the photo and said, I'm out. And you know what? I guess I have a chance if he's pans and likes younger boys. I think I have a chance. Anyway, let's get into what the lessons of the day are so first we're going to talk about nick cannon having his eighth baby his eighth baby is on the way we're going to talk about his uh failed celibacy journey then we're going to talk about some talk show hosts who have gotten themselves in major trouble this week and gotten themselves fired or petitions to get them fired including Whoopi goldberg and joe rogan both respective hosts of their own shows and then we're going to talk about something super tragic is that it's the death of miss usa 2019 chesley christ she unfortunately died by suicide and we're just going to talk about her life and her whole situation and what happened and yeah we'll pay tribute to her and everything before we get into everything can you just rate this podcast five star on spotify if you have not already you're already here if you get any value or enjoyment from it just please rate it on spotify and you can do that also on apple Podcasts. those are like the two main platforms people watch this on so rate on either of those would help me so much and yeah let's get into it welcome to pop culture university take your seats
So Nick Cannon is still wilding out as he is having his eighth child with his fifth or sixth baby mama and fourth woman pregnant in the past like six months or something. He's having this child with model Brie Tessie. She worked with him on Wild and Out and she is um she has like a brand of her own called Body by Brie and she's a real estate agent. So, you know, she's deep in the business. This is just a, just another business venture for her having a child with Nick Cannon as it is for a lot of women. He's actually they can actually unionize now because there's so many of them. Yeah, he's providing a lot of opportunities. Anyway, we know that this is a thing because they had a sex reveal party in Malibu on January 30th. They're having a boy. There was cute photos of them together with all of her friends, you know, very happy for her that she is the next woman to have Nick Cannon's seed inside of her. They were all like raging and congratulating her for bagging an eight-figure man. This comes on the heels of Nick Cannon having seven other children. He has 10-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan, with the legend icon diva Mariah Carey, Golden Cannon, and Powerful Queen Cannon. Yep, that's her name, Powerful Queen, uh, with Brittany Bell. And then last June, he welcomed twin boys, um... Zion and Zillion Cannon with Abby De La Rosa. And then his seventh child, Zen, that he welcomed with model Alyssa Scott. Actually, unf- I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but Nick Cannon's seventh child actually died in December, very tragically and unexpectedly. Um, so basically, they had this child, I think, in September or October, and things were going fine at first. And they noticed that Zen had a very large head. And as they were taking him to his routine checkups and everything for the first few months that a baby is alive, the doctor was like, oh, it's fine. It's just some like buildup of like liquid and fluid in his head. Like everything will be fine. And then suddenly they realized that the problem was a lot worse. And before they knew it, it was like an irreversible malignant cancer in his child's head. And Nick actually shared a really, really touching story, like sad story on his talk show about the whole thing of holding his son for the last time in December. and But he didn't know it would be the last time because that's just how quickly the um, disease progressed within him. And then unfortunately he passed, only a few months old. Him and Alyssa Scott, the uh, mother of the child, they're still on great terms. And she's like very supportive of everything. And it was obviously neither of their faults. Very tragic though. But now he's welcoming his eighth child. There's no name for it yet, but it's a boy. And he said he did know that he was having his eighth child around the time that he found out that his son Zen was in like critical condition. So he didn't share it back then. He said he was planning on it, but it just didn't feel like the right time. He didn't want that news story to um, like come before, you know, the inevitable death of his other son. He wanted that to like play out and like have its moment and give people time and just his family time to digest that before they're overwhelmed by the media and all the press around his eighth child, which I think was smart. And if there's one thing Nick Cannon is going to be, it's going to be thrilled that he is having another kid. In these uh, sex reveal party photos, he looks happy as hell. He's with, you know, his he's meeting the eighth family-in-laws that he has to, all the friends and family. He is cuddling her, cradling her. They're celebrating, having the best time. He never is phased by having more kids. He just says it's a blessing. The more, the merrier. But someone needs to call Planned Parenthood on him because that is not the mindset to have. It is not more, the merrier. You need to be there for your kids. And Nick is a great dad. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Nick is a great dad, but he needs to have enough time in the day to spend enough time with these kids growing up. He's just simply going to run out of time. There's only 24 hours in a day. So I think he needs to pause for at least like 18 years and let the other batch of children go off to college before he has another one. And people were like, wasn't Nick supposed to be celibate? 
wasn't he planning a whole like celibacy journey? Because on the Nick Cannon show, he had a whole event, a whole episode about his celibacy, and he had a celibacy countdown clock to 2021. But he was not sell a bit a bit, if you know what I'm saying. In October 21, in October 2021, he said, "I'm trying to chill out. I'm chilling. I kind of I'm kind of stepping away, getting focused on going with getting my celibacy on. I have enough children, enough frolicking." I'm good right now. I'm not driven by sex anymore. That's the point I am at in my life. So I could stop right now if I wanted to. Sounds like something an addict would say. He was also saying, I don't know where this was from. Like, I don't have this written down or prepared. But he was saying that, like, you know how some people are addicted to their their vape or alcohol or food. He was like, other people have their addictions. This is my addiction. But the difference between those addictions and your, you know, quote unquote, having kids addiction is that other people aren't bringing life into this world every three months with their addiction. And I think it's a little bit of a stretch to just compare to other addictions. But he continued and said, so it's been quite entertaining on the show for people to see if I can make it to the goal. But clearly he did not. Well, he actually said he was having this baby last year. So maybe he was celibate for a few months. But either way, it doesn't sound like something that's going to last. Someone needs to get Coach Carr from Mean Girls to scare him into not having sex. Tell him that he'll get pregnant and die or get chlamydia and die in his case um he said he does use condoms sometimes but he knows taking off the condom which he does sometimes could result in pregnancy and he's completely okay with that he thinks it's god gifts he thinks it's god's gift getting a vasectomy by the way nick is a real option my dad got a vasectomy the day after i was conceived so yeah it's a safe bet to just have a vasectomy him and my mom were like kind of having second thoughts about getting a vasectomy i think is the story I was told once. Maybe I'm wrong, but they were like rolling the dice one more time and then I was conceived. But anyway, if this trend continues, he should have about 30 kids by 2025. Uh, you know, a whole team for Wild and Out. So, and actually, you guys, I have an announcement. I'm pregnant with his ninth baby. It was an accident, but I'm so excited. Talk show hosts are getting themselves fired and suspended left and right this week. And these hosts are just saying the worst thing possible. So let's start with Whoopi Goldberg. As we know, she is one of the main hosts on The View. She's normally the one who puts the other girls on The View in their place. Like when Sharon Osbourne said that thing about immigrants cleaning Donald Trump's toilets and got canceled. Whoopi put her in her place. She puts Meghan McCain in her place on The Daily. But now she's the one getting put in her place and is suspended from the show for two weeks because of what she said. So the topic subject matter on the view that day was that a Tennessee school board removed a graphic novel about the Holocaust from its curriculum. And then they had a whole conversation about if it should be removed or not and what the Holocaust was really about. And Whoopi Goldberg made the bold statement that the Holocaust was not about race. Whoopi said that the Holocaust was more about man's inhumanity to man. And it was, quotes not about race. And then one of her other co-hosts challenged her assertion. 
saying that the Holocaust was driven by white supremacy and therefore was a race issue. And Goldberg said, but there are two groups of white people going at each other, aka the German Nazis versus the Jewish. They were all white, so Whoopi just did not see it as a race issue. So let me just play the video. The Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's well, not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but going it's not, after it's Jews not about and, ideal and race. It's it's but these are two Romans. white groups of people. She was seeming to over-separate the two th- things of ethnicity and race, which she sees as, uh, you know, different skin colors as being race, because race is more of just like a construct of people who look different and are grouped into groups together she was focused more than the ethnicity part and she didn't think it was race so she didn't immediately categorize the two as different races but the nazis made it clear that the nazi that they consider themselves a nazi race and the aryan race or whatever hitler preferred like all those races they consider themselves superior to the jews who were their inferior race and that's why they committed genocide against them so that was the problem definition of race in her mind maybe didn't match hitler's ideology that the nazis were superior to the jews and they were in an inferior race so that's what the whole mix-up was then abc news president kim goodwin said in a statement effective immediately i'm suspending Whoopi goldberg for two weeks for her wrong and hurtful comments yeah the president herself came for Whoopi. like she was smacked down hard she was given a whooping she was hit down hard. She was suspended immediately, uh, shut down very fast. And then she even had an opportunity to correct herself in the Stephen Colbert show that same night because she had an appearance scheduled there. And she kind of doubled down uh, defending her views that she expressed on The View. So I was saying, you can't call this racism. This was evil. Mm-hmm. This wasn't this wasn't based on the skin. Have you come to understand that the Nazis saw it as race? Well, because they might like well, asking the Nazis, they would say, yes, it's a racial issue. Well, see, this is what's interesting to me, because the Nazis lied. It wasn't. They they had issues with ethnicity, not with race, because most of the Nazis were white people and most of the people they were attacking were white people. So to and then after that, she sparked even more outrage and then finally was contacted by enough people who were probably sending her an influx of messages. And then she finally apologized. She put out a statement on her Instagram that said, on today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said it's about both. As Jonathan Greenblatt from Anti-Defamation League shared, the Holocaust was about the Nazi systematic annihilation of the jewish people who they deemed as an inferior race i stand corrected the jewish people around the world have always had my support and that will never waver i'm so sorry for the hurt i've caused written with my sincerest apologies Whoopi goldberg um so i think that was a really well played out finished apology and it's not like she outright said some hurtful shit she kind of just miscategorized in her head it seems like her definition and the um basis of the problem was kind of mixed up for her she just worded it wrong it's not like she necessarily said the most hurtful stuff in the world so i think she's fine and she handled it well and her career will continue in two weeks when she gets back on the voice but she is suspended her now which they really do on the voice and you think like one of the other ladies would be suspended not Whoopi, because she's like been there the longest she's like the head of the view and keeps the other women in check so now all the other women definitely know that they need to stay in check and this is a good example to them and the view is going to be a shit show this week without her for two weeks because all the women 
are gonna say all the shit that they can't while Whoopi's there because Whoopi would smack them down. So they're gonna say anything they can without getting patrolled by Whoopi and embarrassed on television. So the view should be pretty entertaining this week. Um, shout out to Whoopi for apologizing though. We love her for that. Next is Joe Rogan said um, very controversial things about the COVID-19 pandemic on his super, super huge, massive podcast. I don't know if you guys even know how big Joe Rogan's podcast is. It gets millions and millions of listeners. He has hundreds of thousands of ratings on Spotify, which is just unheard of. It's absolutely massive. More people watch this than the news. And he has been spreading some crazy misinformation about COVID-19 in the last few episodes on his podcast. And it was actually so triggering to a lot of people listening to it that hashtag delete Spotify was trending on Twitter. Because if you guys don't know, Spotify pairs with Joe Rogan exclusively to host his podcast on their platform. They paid him over $100 million to only stream his podcast on spotify which probably makes spotify billions of dollars um so people are like how could spotify support him and not put out like correct information or correct things he says on the public platform after he spreads crazy uh, you know dangerous misinformation about covid he's a horrible host why should he be allowed to do this and why is spotify paying for him to do this so the hashtag delete spotify was trending so what uh misinformation did he spread you may be asking So over the last few episodes, he's had some quote-unquote experts on his show that he's had conversations with about uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, and he kind of argue with these experts and kind of shut down anything they're saying about COVID-19 and give his own opinions on it as if it is fact, uh, specifically about the vaccine. He'll kind of just talk in circles around them and try to like discredit any factual information they have in any way he possibly can. So over the past few episodes, these are some things that he said about the vaccine. Just to start the list, he said 21-year-olds who eat right and are in good shape do not need the vaccine if they are healthy, and he recommends that they don't get it. I'm a 21-year-old who eats right, and I'm in shape, and I had the vaccine, and I got COVID, and it was absolutely terrible. Horrible. So I can only imagine how it would have been if I didn't have the vaccine. Uh, He said kids don't need the vaccine at all. Kids should stay away from the vaccine because for young people, the side effects of the vaccine are worse than the side effects of COVID. He said it can permanently alter your genes, and there are many, many complications from it, including a condition called mitocarditis, which is like a buildup of dangerous like fluid or substance around the heart that you could potentially get if you have COVID. And he says you are more likely to get that side effect of that disease if you get the vaccine, rather if you have COVID. But the factual information is that you're actually eight times more likely to get mitocarditis if you get COVID rather than the vaccine. And the vaccine will actually lessen the condition even if you do get it. So he's just spreading mass misinformation, um, so much so that even a few artists have taken their music off of Spotify, including Neil Young and India Ari. There's a whole outrage against him and Spotify because they think his podcast is just that damaging. They think it's like Fox News, but on a much larger scale, which you're like, how is a podcast more like reaching more people about news than an actual news source. His podcast is insanely popular. Like I'm sure you hear people talk about it just daily, even if you don't listen to it yourself. So people are really upset with Spotify and Neil Young, uh, Joe Rogan actually really liked. So that got his attention. So in response to Neil Young taking his music off of Spotify because of him, by the way, I wanted to listen to an Indiari song, but I couldn't because she took it off of spotify and i was very upset about that but anyway he apologized because of the neil young thing and his apology he was kind of talking about the misinformation that he spread and he 
is basically having a very narcissistic response to this whole thing, saying that the information he is spreading now will probably be considered considered facts in a few months. So it's completely okay that he's spreading it now. He thinks he's just a genius who's like ahead of the curve and knows everything that's going on. So this was just a little snippet of his apology. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular, uh, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID. You would be removed from social media. They would they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. No, that's just not what people used to say. He can't gaslight us into thinking that. No one ever said the vaccine, you'll get the vaccine and stop spreading COVID. No one ever said that that because that was never factually true. And people on Twitter would just not say that if the facts weren't out there. He's saying these fallacies that just aren't equal to the outright misinformation that he is stating to try to make himself look better. And while I do appreciate him having open conversations about COVID, he can't state his not backed up, not factual opinions on his widely popular podcast like that. And I'm glad he's being held responsible because if he has millions of listeners, he's going to contribute to the COVID-19 pandemic continuing on for longer than it needs to because for some reason his ego and his beliefs want to spread these wrong things what he's doing is he's spreading misinformation in the form of opinions and saying oh it's just my opinion but when he's on the show he's kind of saying it as if it is fact but what he's saying is not fact so i agree with everyone i think what he's doing is really damaging and he needs to be held responsible at a larger scale and unfortunately spotify could do something about it but i don't think they will because they make him they he makes them so much money and he is so famous joe rogan that even if spotify does do something joe rogan is just going to go somewhere else his his podcast will be hosted somewhere else it'll be on youtube it'll be on there's like ever since i got into the podcast game there's so many platforms you can host a podcast on there's over like 30 so it just really comes down to us where we choose to get our information from so what can we learn from this i think we just have to pick and choose where we get our information from and be conscious consumers don't contribute to someone's bag if they're spreading hurtful damaging information to society as a whole don't choose to listen to that person and then from Whoopi, make sure you fact check yourself before you wreck yourself on national television i guess that goes for joe rogan too so check yourself before you wreck yourself Okay, so the last thing to end off this podcast is a very sad, tragic story, and that is that Miss USA 2019, Chesley Christ, unfortunately took her own life three days ago by jumping from her 60-story high Manhattan skyrise 
onto the ground at 7.30 a.m. Before we get into why, let me tell you a little bit about her life because she's had quite the extraordinary path. She's a very accomplished woman. So as I've already said, she won Miss Usain in 2019. She was one of the first African-American women to win that in the decade previous to that. Um, she went on to compete in Miss Universe, where she placed top 10, which is an extremely hard feat to do. She was an extra host after becoming Miss Universe. She hosted other beauty pageants and was just an all-around entertainment host. But not only everything she did in entertainment, she was also a civil litigation attorney. And she had an MBA, a master's in business. And she worked at a law firm to get prisoners reduced punishments. I mean, she sounds like Miss Universe to me. She was doing so many amazing things for the world and doing so many amazing things for herself. It's shocking that someone who had so much going for them and had so much to look forward to, like, was not satisfied. But not only all those things, but she was also a TikToker. And I am going to play you her last TikTok because I literally just saw it. Like, right after I saw the news, she came up on my For You page and I was like, all right, TikTok algorithm. That's kind of messed up. But this is just her last TikTok. It was totally normal. Let me just play it. So I gave y'all a tour of my office slash closet. This is where I do Zooms, but also where I get dressed for work. I work on TV, so I have a lot of clothes that I wear on set, and I just like to shop. Sometimes brands will send me stuff, or I've done partnerships where brands have like sent me clothes. But my regular clothes are in my bedroom. Ignore the pile of new clothes that need to be washed. So this, these are like my like jeans and just like regular clothes. And then over here is like this little, I don't even really know what you call this, a bureau? I don't know. She was just giving a tour of her living situation, being totally humble, down to earth, normal. She just seemed like such a real down to earth, not pretentious or snobby or self-important woman at all. She just seemed like a cool, normal girl. And no matter how much she accomplished with her life, she didn't see herself as any better than any one of us. And she just seemed like a quality, amazing human being. So the... After her body was found, they obviously went up to her apartment and they found a note written to her mother about like her belongings and everything and her will and things like that. It didn't explicitly say, you know, why she decided to take her own life. But we do know that's what happened now because the autopsy came out and um, the only cause of death that they found within her were bl um, blunt force traumas from hitting the ground. But her whole family was completely shocked. They put out a statement that said, In devastation and great sorrow, we share the passing of our beloved Chesley. Her great light was one that inspired others around the world with her beauty and strength. She cared, she loved, she laughed, and she shined. So she had an amazing relationship with her mom, and her TikTok bio was, Hair, beauty, pageants, I'm trying to impress my little brothers. So she had a great relationship with her mom and her whole family, and she's so accomplished. She is. She does so many things for other people, so she must just be fulfilled all around it would seem like so after this people were just shocked and left staggered and left with the question like how can we know when someone is going through something like this like it scares a lot of people that people around them could be going through something so horrible mentally that they would just never know about because externally they're doing amazing and chesley uh someone said she was like one of those people who would never have a bad day so you really just need to check on everyone especially your strong friends and someone like chesley who is so type a and uh pushes herself so much and accomplishes so many things yeah, she probably pushes herself in a healthy way, but there may have been a voice inside of her that was pushing herself in more of a negative and toxic way. Those people who work their asses off to accomplish everything and be overachievers, their life looks great, but they may have a lot of demons that they're dealing with that are trying to get that external validation, those external accomplishments, searching for happiness, trying to fill a void that 
no matter how many accolades or beauty or money you have, it may just not be filled. And something about Chesley that I think probably has something to do with the root of her mental health was that one time she was hospitalized for overworking herself. And it's devastating that we live in a society that people would rather push themselves to that limit than more so just focus on not only their mental health, but their physical health. So rest in peace to Chesley. Um, She was an amazing woman. She touched a lot of lives. And I literally just saw her like right before she died. She had the funniest interview with Taylor Swift. Literally with Taylor Swift, The it was for extra. Like the clickbait was like, oh, uh, Taylor Swift talks about her cats. And I was like, that's such a random thing for them to talk about. But I was like, I guess I'll watch it. And they were just literally talking about their cats. And it was so funny and lighthearted and cute. And you would I would have never guessed watching that, that she was struggling so much. But I'm going to leave you guys with um, things to say to someone if they are suicidal i was actually in a group in high school that we actually were like the peer like therapists like we were known we would wear shirts that was like if your peers were struggling they could come to you and we actually trained in things like this so these are just things that i learned as well of as well as i just like refreshed myself on before i made this podcast um so things to say to someone who is suicidal ask them if they're having thoughts of suicide or self-harm that may worry you that you would put that thought into their head but trust me it will not put that thought into their head you need to just outright ask them Um, because that will lead to the problem being addressed and then on the journey to fix it. If they say yes, they're having thoughts of suicide, do not leave them alone if they they feel hopeless. So say and do whatever you can to assure them that there is hope. Hopelessness is one of the main things that people feel who have attempted suicide. Um, Listen to them and respond in ways that lets them see that their problems have endless possibilities of hope. Um, And there are so many ways that their current situation can change and just give them any form of hope to reach onto just so they don't make that permanent decision and tell them help is available in many forms, especially today. There's help for 24 seven all around the clock. There are people to talk to for short term and for long term. Um, the hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. And if they're say they're having suicidal thoughts at the moment and they're wanting to take suicidal action right now, you have to call 911. I know a lot of people would, say like if someone called 911 on me like i would never speak to them again unfortunately that's completely fine you have to call 911 on them or they won't speak to anyone again so what we can learn from this is just everything i just said just check up on everyone especially people who you think are strong and doing fine it's not awkward or weird to like ask people how they're doing mentally especially your friends like that so just check up on everyone and you know everything i just said help is available and the number again is 1-800-273-8255 Myself and no chance to eat. Oh, let time be patient. Let pain be Jealous Well, thank you for tuning into Pop Culture University today. I hope you had fun hanging out with me and learned something. Let's review what we learned. So from Nick Cannon, we learned that having a vasectomy is a total 
real option that I think some people should consider. Um, condoms are also great. From the hosts this week that have gotten themselves in trouble, just check yourself before you wreck yourself. Spreading misinformation for the sake of entertainment is not cute. All of that. And then from Chesley Chris, we can just learn that um, help is available. And then once again, everything I said about talking to people who are suicidal and yeah, everything like that. So thank you for tuning in today. Again, please write this podcast five stars on Spotify. You're already here. It would help me so much. Just leave a quick five star. Maybe follow it so you are updated every time we put out a new episode. Do the same thing on Apple Podcasts. Just give us a rating and a five star. That'd be great. And yeah, have a great rest of your day. I'm snowed in here in Illinois, so I will not be leaving my house. So won't be the worst day for me. I kind of love that. Have a good day, everyone. Class dismissed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks. Join World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and I as we banter about the best of the best from Major League Baseball, including power rankings. One of the best players of all time. Headlines. Solidifies a dynasty. And special guests. Reese Hoskins. Stro showed Jose Trevino. Listen and or watch every episode of the Wake and Rake podcast, available on all your favorite listening platforms and the all-new Believe Sports channel.